Our lymphatic system is going to be like the garbage disposal for the body. It's where all the toxins go. It's where all the waste goes. It's where all the viruses, the excess fluid, that's where it goes. The lymphatic system does not have a pump. everyone. Welcome back to the Go Regrown Now podcast. I am so happy that you all are joining me on this Monday morning because I really do have a treat for y'all. So I mentioned that I got a gua sha and a radio frequency facial when I was in Houston and that I was going to have Stephanie on. She is the woman who did my gua sha and radio frequency treatment. So I'm so excited to have her on. We had a really amazing conversation. In this episode, we talk about lymphatic massages and just what lymphatic drainage is. We also get into body contouring treatments because she also does those and we even talk about skincare because y'all, when I tell you Stephanie has the most beautiful clear skin, she does. So I definitely wanted to hear her skincare tips and her skincare advice because her skin is literally amazing. And yeah, it was really just a great episode where I know I learned so much and I definitely took away a lot of tips and things that I want to add into my skincare that will just be really easy but helpful things for me to add. I'm so excited for you all to tune into this episode. So let's get right into the episode with Stephanie. So what is the best life advice you have ever received that you still apply today? To always wear moisturizer. Ooh, that's a good (laughs) one. (laughs) Of course, I should have known it was going to be skincare related. (laughs) It was. My mom is like 67 and has zero wrinkles. Like, so when I was little, she's always like, put your moisturizer on, put your moisturizer on. (laughs) Oh my gosh, zero wrinkles. I am... Jealous. I actually, ironically, me and my cousin were talking the other night about Botox and filler, and I was telling her that I've been kind of interested in checking it out. And then she was kind of talking about how we just, well, at least me and her, don't Uh know the long term effects of what putting all that stuff in her face could do. And we started talking about our genetics, but I was like, you know, I don't know. She's kind of scaring me out of a little bit, like not intentionally, but I mean, those are important questions to ask. But I was like, okay, maybe some other things I need to be looking into. (laughs) And I haven't had it done. I think it's mostly because I'm scared. I agree with the long-term effects, but I'm like, I'm not sure on this. I know, but I'm just like, I was just thinking, I was like, well, one, your skin looks amazing. And so clearly you've been listening about the moisturizer because <laughs> that's one thing I've noticed as I've gone older, my skin, especially my face, seems a lot more dry than it used to. Like I used to have the most oily skin. Yes, 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 yes. When I was pregnant, so I remember I was in the bathroom and I was just talking and I was like, wow, this cocoa butter is making like my stomach itch. And I hear my mom like run through the house. She's screaming, stop using the lotion. She said, stop? <laughs> yeah, she said, stop using it. <laughs> so I'm like, what? She's like, don't use the cocoa butter lotion. So she switched me from cocoa butter lotion to the Lubriderm and just, it's kind of funny. I don't have stretch marks on my stomach, but I don't know if that's because my mom stopped me from using the lotion because she said when you're pregnant and when you start itching, that's when the stretch marks are coming. And I was like, now I don't know if that's true, but I did not get them on my stomach because she stopped me from using the cocoa butter lotion. <laughs> that's so funny because I feel like I always heard that you should put that on so that you can try not to get them. Yes, that's what that's why I was using it. But I guess my skin didn't like it. And I still don't use cocoa butter lotion to this day. So maybe I just can't wear it. Oh, wow. Look, your mama has just been she I guess is she the reason that you got into the wellness space or skincare? 
So my mom got burned when I was like really, really young. So I always say it would have been like super interesting to see who she would have been or what she would have done. She currently lives like in assisted living, but we talk like every day, all day. So she was burned like 90% of her body. So it just would have been interesting to see. I think she would have been in the beauty industry. Oh, wow. Yes. So can you tell us what led you to starting a career in wellness? So I graduated from Stephen F. Austin State University and I had my degree in fashion merchandising with a minor in management. I was like, yeah, this is not it. Like I didn't like like it. I used to come home and like cry all the time. And my mom was like, well, find something different. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Your mom coming in with the good advice always. Yes. And I was like, I don't know what I can do. And then I just woke up one morning and I was like, oh, I think I could do nails. So I was actually like a nail tech for like 19 years. And then it just progressed. Because one thing I always say about the beauty industry is that there's so many different avenues that you could go, but it all falls under one umbrella. Like once you have your beauty license, cosmetology license, esthetician license, there's so many different avenues that you can take. So I started off doing nails for 19 years, eyelash extensions for nine years, and I've been doing more on the wellness side with the lymphatic drainage treatments and body contouring for uh, like right at eight. So you've been in like the beauty wellness space for such a long time. And I love that your mom was like, hey, like if you don't like school, you don't think that's for you, like find something else. I think that's important advice because I think a lot of times, like I even know with myself when I was younger and I was in college I kind of just did what I thought I needed to do to like make a good living you know and I feel like we sleep on the fact that this can be a good living too yes and then I have friends that like during that space where I was trying to figure it out they were making like really good money but like as I get older and we're you know talking and stuff and they're like but I was miserable I hated that job Yes. So I get asked, that's the one question I always get asked like all the time as far as like, well, how did you know? And I'm like, I really didn't know. I just like woke up one morning and I was like, oh, I think I could do that. I love that. I feel like that's your subconscious telling you like, hey, this is what you're meant to do, in my opinion. So I love that. So it worked out. Thank the heavens that it worked out because I have no idea what I would have (laughs) done. You probably could have been at a job that you hated, but luckily you listened to that intuition subconscious and you went and did nails and then it went up from there. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm always like, thank you, mama. I know. That is really good because I think also in that generation, there are parents who'll be like, oh, well, you know, you want to make sure you can afford your lifestyle. They'll push you towards the more quote unquote practical jobs. I feel like that's kind of what happened to me because I actually am a licensed cosmetologist in Texas. And I thought about doing hair and eventually I was like, oh, I'm going to open my own salon but then by the time I graduated college I decided to go the more practical route (laughs) you know I mean quote unquote more practical route more practical route for like you know what my parents would say basically I kind of followed that yes you know just knowing myself I was like oh well you know they're right like I do have a certain lifestyle I want to live I should be doing something that would align with that but I kid you not there's this guy from my cosmetology class he literally owns a salon with his friend and he is killing it so I mean I would have been just fine doing hair honestly I tell people all the time and I think that was like a um like back in the day I'm gonna say like the 80s and stuff like that it was kind of like well you didn't go to school so you go to hair school and it was just like just something to do you you really didn't know what you were gonna do so you're like oh I'm gonna go to beauty school or whatever but now the beauty industry is like the only sector that is never that has not been affected when the economy is down and even when you think about it like during the pandemic we were still trying to get our hair done and you're like please Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were upset we couldn't get in like even like for me like waxing treatments I was like um excuse me when are you opening back yes 
So yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so it's it's a very lucrative industry and like you can make it can be as big or as little as you like it to be. I enjoy working by myself. I like the peace of being by myself. I like the cleanliness of being by myself. So I've had people reach out like, can I come in here with you? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love that too. And also it's like you said, it can be as big or as small as you want. So you don't have that cap. In corporate, typically you have a cap or you are going to literally have to kill yourself to get up that ladder unless you know the right person. Yeah. So it's just like, I'd rather, I always think about this and me and my friends talk about this, but I'd rather be breaking my back for my own business and creating a legacy versus just someone else's dream, which is mm-hmm. basically what you do when you work for a big company. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let's get into lymphatic drainage. So can you tell us what exactly that is? So I'm not going to speak in technical terms. I'm just going to break it down super easy. So like our lymphatic system is going to be like the garbage disposal for the body. It's where all the toxins go. It's where all the waste goes. It go, it's where all the um, viruses, the excess fluid, that's where it goes. So what happens is the lymphatic system does not have a pump. So when it gets clogged up, that means the fluid is stagnant, the waste is stagnant, it's just sitting there chilling, then nothing flows. If the fluid doesn't flow, then you have no glow. I always say that. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, okay. So sometimes when we're just talking about wellness and aesthetics, because if say if you've gone through, if you've had cancer, that's a different form of lymphatic drainage. But when you're just talking about the wellness side of it or the aesthetic side of it, sometimes it just needs a little help to get the fluid moving. And that's what we do. We move the fluid so that it can flow straight to the lymph nodes and then you'll excrete it through urine sweat or poop same thing like when you're getting sick say if you feel like you're getting sick you know how your lymph nodes swell Mm -hmm. it's just congested oh okay yes good to know so there is I mean, I didn't do it for long, but there was a period of time where I started to do lymphatic massages on my stomach. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming, I think that helps with digestion and like all of those things. But I felt like I felt the difference in just everything. Yes, it'll be like, it's so crazy because when you do it on yourself or you go in and you have it done, it's going to be like the smallest things that you're like, okay, is this really happening or am I going crazy? Like it does help with digestion. It also helps with like brain fog. You'll notice that you have more energy, you're more flexible, you're more mobile. And you're like, wow, I had like a really good workout today. I don't know where that energy came from. It gives you more energy. It boosts your metabolism. So most of the time when people come in, they come for the aesthetics of it, but they always come back because they're just like, I just felt like really, really good. I can see that. So I know you just listed a few benefits. Are there any other benefits of lymphatic massages? So um, let's say if you have fluid retention, which is just like a buildup of fluid. A lot of people have it for different reasons. Like sometimes you can get it by not drinking enough water and then some Sometimes some people's body holds onto the fluid. So it can help reduce fluid retention. It can help reduce inflammation. It can help release muscle tension. Uh, It helps with cramps. It's like amazing. It really is. A lot of people will call it a detox. So it's kind of like resetting your body. Wow. I did not know that it could help with cramps, like period cramps. Yes. If you come, say like if you have real back cramps, it's basically all we are doing is releasing that muscle tension. Like when we have cramps, it's just our muscles spazzing, right? Mm-hmm. So say you start coming, I usually say it takes like two to three months. You come in one or two times the week before your period. So you don't want to come when you're on your period because we're increasing the blood flow. So that means you may have a heavy er period because we increase the blood flow. But if you come like a week before, do like one or two treatments the week before and do that for two to three months, you'll be like, wow, my, I don't even have cramps that bad. Wow. Same thing with the massage. You could just, it didn't 
to be a lymphatic drainage massage. You could just go somewhere to a massage therapist and just have them massage your tummy and it helps with cramps. Wow, that is so good to know. I've never heard that before. I'm gonna have to try that. Yes, and it works. If we want to find a professional to get these massages, what should we be looking for? Okay, so there's a difference. Okay, so you have people like myself who have a certificate. We don't actually do manual lymphatic drainage massage. We do assisted lymphatic drainage. That means that we can do body work and kind of wake the body up and then we finish the rest with an actual machine. And then you have people who are licensed massage therapists that do manual lymphatic drainage massage. So depending on which one you're looking for, you could just, you know, look up licensed massage therapist or you can look up assisted lymphatic drainage treatment oh okay good to know that there are two yeah. different options so like when you say machine is it like a machine you get into or something you just like put on your body um it's a probe that we use so most of the time this is where the line is like getting a little blurry in our industry so to come to me you if you've had surgery so most of my clients are people who have not had surgery because a lot of times people will think lymphatic drainage oh that's what you get after you have surgery that's a different you know section of it but for me i don't do clients who have just had surgery like you can't come to me until you have been released to the doctor from the doctor and it has to be four to six months after surgery after you've been released now for the massage therapists who do the manual lymphatic drainage massages they are licensed in post-op care so it's two different segments that you have there okay that makes sense so what are the differences between the manual and assisted a uh, manual is just strictly done by hand and it's a very 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 light touch that's manual when you when you're doing it by hand so you have oh my goodness we're going like down a hole so like you have <laughs> you have manual this will be the classic or the traditional so it's a very very light touch and you're pushing all the fluid and stuff up toward the lymph nodes so say like if you've just had therapy you do not want a person to put the machine on you because it does have a deeper suction mm, okay. which means it's going to cause pain and then with our equipment we are able to do like change the suction where it can be light or it could be a little bit heavier and it also that depends on what you want we're just strictly doing assisted lymphatic drainage so it'll be like on a level two it's going to be very very light but someone could come in and say they wanted to do add a little sculpting to it and so then i can increase the suction that's where you have the brazilian lymphatic drainage treatments that are super super popular now because it's also sculpting and lymphatic drainage at the same time Oh, wow. Yeah. Sculpting. So <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, now I have more questions. <laughs> so with sculpting, I guess that would be considered the body contouring treatment. Yes, that would fall under the body contouring. Oh, okay. And um, and just it's kind of funny because most of the time when you are sculpting, it's already on a person who's pretty much right there at their target weight or whatever they're where they want to be. And they're just kind of like, oh, I would like to be my waistline to be more defined. Oh, I would like for my legs to look a little bit more toned, not so much is weight loss but just perfecting what you've already done oh so it's like if you've reached your goal but you just want a little bit more definition you'd come in for body contouring yes and let's just say you haven't reached your goal you could come in you're not going to lose weight or anything from it but because it helps boost your metabolism it will assist in weight loss and because it improves your digestion you're going to notice that oh wow my stomach's flatter or my I don't my love handles are kind of gone because you don't have that waist sitting in your stomach anymore. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah. I want to back up for 
someone who has no idea what body contouring is, can you tell us exactly what it is? So non-invasive body contouring is just altering the shape of the body. We don't use any needles. We're not cutting, doing any surgery or anything like that. It's just altering the shape of the body. That can be done through assisted lymphatic drainage. Uh, it can be done through ultrasound cavitation, which is say if you came in and you were like, oh, wow, like my lower, my lower tummy is driving me insane. Like I feel like it's like a fat pocket right here. So you can use the ultrasound cavitation to break down the fat cells. And when I say break down fat cells, this is where it gets tricky because you should already be at your targeted weight. So we're only working on that superficial layer, Ooh, right? Okay. So it's just like whatever it is that I can pinch, that little bit that I can grab, you'll notice that those are the people who are going to see the most amazing results. And really, it doesn't even really matter the number. It's just that this is where they want it to be. And you got rid of that little bitty pudge that they were that was driving them insane. And so that's body contouring. Oh, I see. So after you get your body contouring treatment, about how long does it take to see results? So on average, depending on the person, your first session, you'll notice it, but I never say it just in case you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I never say, oh, you're going to see this your first one, but you usually see it your first session. So it takes your body 72 hours to drain. So um, you may notice a little bit of it right after your session, but then 72 hours later, that's where you're going to be like, oh, wow, I'm starting to see like my pants are fitting a little bit different. It's just going to be real small, subtle changes. And then in order for those results to be long lasting, you would need three to five treatments. Now on the three to five treatments, it also depends on what type of machine a person has because they come in different frequencies. So if a person has a higher frequency machine, because some people will be like, oh, I felt like they were trying to rip me off. They said I needed 16 treatments. They had a machine that was at a higher frequency. The lower the frequency, the less treatments you need. Oh, wow. I would have assumed opposite. So that's really good to know. Mm -hmm. So what is EMS? Is that, I've seen you talk about that. Is that a different body contouring treatment? That is, it falls under body contouring, but it is electric muscle stimulation, which is pretty much the same thing as, I don't know if you've heard of M-Sculpt. I have not. I've heard of Air-Sculpt, but I think that's invasive, so. Yes, that is. So <laughs> M-Sculpt is, it's like a $20,000 machine. It's a very, very expensive machine. And I think one session with the M-Sculpt is like $1,200 or something like that. And it's supposed to give you abs, but technically oh. it doesn't give you abs. If you pay really close attention, the people who usually get the M-Sculpt, they're usually pretty much right there at their goal weight. And they mm. already have the abs. They just need like that little bitty push. So you could go in and you could do the EMS and it's going to like kind of bring them out a little bit more. We go in and you could do the M-Sculpt and it's going to bring it out a little bit more and you would only need like one session. Now with the EMS machine, it is a lower frequency. So if you are already at your ideal goal weight and you're just like, wow, you know, I really like for my abs to come through or to come in, then you would come in. I would do a lymphatic drainage treatment on you, hook you up to that EMS and you would see more muscle definition in your midsection. And you could use it on the legs too, but most people do it on their midsection. I feel like all of the body contouring treatments are so interesting. Yes. And they, they work. Like most people are kind of like, uh, they don't work. But I feel like there's been so many people doing treatments on people who it's not for. 
that it's like it doesn't work because it's not for weight loss. I see. So it's not for weight loss, but it's just to give you the extra little push. Yes, not for weight to loss. To get to your goal. Yes. Now, if you're trying to lose weight and you come in and you do the treatment, it's just like adding a little, you know, icing on the top. It's assisting you. But at the end of the day, we all know like the only way to lose weight is through exercising your diet. Right. So true. Yes. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about radio frequency. So can mm-hmm. you tell us what are the benefits of radio frequency? So radio frequency will give you tighter, firmer, and glowier skin. It helps reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. Um, and it's a great, really great to use as a preventative treatment. Say you're not ready for Botox or whatever, and you're like, I feel like I'm about to see a wrinkles, or I have this little wrinkle right here. Like if you start doing radio frequency, it's at that moment, it's like super, super great. Because basically what it does, it it tricks the body. It's called control damage, right? So we're damaging the skin. We're making the body think that it's damaged. And then it's forcing the cell turnover. We're heating your skin to 107 degrees. Your skin is like, oh my goodness, it's hot. And it's forcing your skin cells to turn over, which is going to give you that really pretty glow. I love that. So I got my first treatment from you with radio frequency. And I remember you telling me that, well, correct me if I'm wrong, I might butcher this, but Mm -hmm. I think it was under 25 are cells regenerate every night but once we get a little bit older it's only every three months yes and then the older you get it's less than that (laughs) yeah when you told me that I was like oh my goodness I cannot I had never heard that and I was like wow that explains a lot and that's why like when you're like looking in the mirror and you're like why does my skin look so dull like it just looks so dull because you have like those skin cells that haven't been turned over especially if you're not doing any form of exfoliating or if you're not getting any radio frequency or microneedling microneedling does the same thing it's basically tricking the the skin to make the body thinks that it's damaged so it can force the cells to turn over. So how often should we get radio frequency treatments to see the best results? Three to five sessions, one week apart. If you come in before that, you could really do every 72 hours, but most people come in once a week. Anything before the 72 hours can actually cause real damage to the skin because we can burn Mm. you. If we wait longer than one week apart, does that hinder the results? It does. So if you, I always tell everybody, if you're coming for aesthetics I need you to like come once a week for three to five sessions some people will get three sessions they're like okay I'm good some people need about five now if you're just coming because you want to relax and this is just like something that you do for yourself once a month you will see the results but they won't be long lasting oh so if you come to three to five they're longer lasting results when would you ever need to come back I'm gonna say like once every like maybe three months or something like that but when you come back like in that three months time period it's not like you have to come back and then you have to do those three to five sessions over again you're just really coming back in for maintenance oh so it's just one session every three months after Uh and then um usually what happens it's kind of funny because like I teach this. So a lot of people will be like, well, once they reach their goals, whether it's body goals, face goals or whatever, once they reach their goals, like they're not going to come back because, you know, we've already helped them get there. And I was like, they always come back because it feels so good. That is so true. Facials, (laughs) massages, all of that is so relaxing. Yes, they always come back. It's kind of like you could probably do your hair at home, but it feels better when, you know, you go get it washed. So Exactly. Yes. So I had never heard of the Gua Sha Radio Frequency Facial until you did it for me. So Mm -hmm. what are the benefits of that combo specifically? So Gua Sha is basically lymphatic drainage on the face. It's been around for years and years, but it just kind of came popular, I want to say, 
like maybe the last six or seven years, maybe five to seven years now, but it's just basically lymphatic drainage. So what the gua sha does is it helps get rid of all the waste and the excess fluid and the puffiness that we're holding in our face. That's gua sha. And then when you add the radio frequency to it, the radio frequency is going to tighten, firm the skin and give it a really snatched and pretty glow. So basically those two together, you're getting an extra snatch to look. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's kind of funny because depending on the age group, like I've noticed that say like the younger, my younger clients, they don't like it when they do the two together because they're like, it made me look like I had like a facelift. So they never really do the two together, but my mature clients, they always do the two. I know I did mine separately and I did love the results. So I, I can't speak for the two together, but I did do them separately and it was really great. I yes. definitely saw the glow that I had been missing. So I definitely see that if I was able to come three to five times, I could see how my yeah. skin would be super glowy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's pretty cool. When I first started, I had gone to the doctor just for a wellness visit and I was talking to my doctor and I told him that, hey, I'm going to go get certified in this. And I was like, does it work before I spend my money on this class? Like, does it work? And he was like, yes, it works as long as you don't push it as weight loss. And it's been amazing ever since. Wow. It's like you really do surround yourself with people who give you great advice. Yes. <laughs> they keep it real and honest with you. So I think that's good because I do think that, you know, I've seen body contouring services and they kind of make it seem like, oh, you're going to like really change your body as far as like weight loss. And it's just not like realistic. No, I would say it's a lifestyle. Like it really mm. is a lifestyle. So you do have to be working out. You do have to be like eating healthy and about your water and all that kind of stuff like that. Because if you go back and you look at my Instagram page, like when I was in East Texas, you'll see like my clientele was completely different than what it was here in Houston. So I had a lot of more mature ladies who maybe had knee problems. They had fluid buildup around their knees. They wore compression socks. So they were coming for something completely different from what my clients here in Houston come for. That makes sense. Yeah. So what are the most popular services that your clients come for? It's a close race between lymphatic drainage on the tummy and radio frequency on the face. So on my social media pages and stuff like that, you mostly see the lymphatic drainage on the stomach because no one ever lets me post the radio frequency result. So they're just walking around like, oh, I've just been drinking a lot of water and they had a whole, a whole session of radio frequency. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, so I very, very seldomly get to post the radio frequency. I think I just posted one like two weeks ago. And I was like, oh my goodness, please let her say I could share it. And she was like, yeah, you can share it. And I was like, thank you. That is so funny. Sometimes we got to keep something secret. <laughs> just <Yes. kidding. laughs> I agree. I was talking about that today on one of my posts that, you know, before social media came about, these treatments and stuff like that would have been considered private and like something that was intimate. But now with social media, like everybody records it and not everyone wants to wants their videos or their face to be put out there. Yeah. And I feel like there are just people who are private in general. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. As for the people who post a lot, I'm sure they don't care. Like I personally don't really care. But yeah, that makes sense. Yes. If you're and already I, private. I don't like for my hair person to post me because I usually go in looking like a dead she pet and I'm like, girl, do not pull that camera out. <laughs> oh, yes. They all, they always want to do a before and after. That's true. I'm like, you can get it from the back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do not record me. <laughs> that is so funny. 
So what are some other anti-aging or collagen boosting treatments that you would recommend your clients trying? So I'm not an esthetician, but I do know that microneedling is really good. So you yes, have, it is. <laughs> yes, microneedling is really good. And then you just have the basics of what like I tell my clients when they come in and they get the lymphatic drainage treatments. Dry brushing is amazing and exfoliating. It could be a sugar scrub, a sea salt scrub. But you do know whatever you use on the body, you don't use on the face. And basically that helps remove that old layer of skin. Like I just said, our skin cells and stuff don't turn over every single day like they did when we were younger. So if you're doing a manual exfoliation, like a sugar scrub or whatever, you're going to get the, the dead skin cells off. So your legs are going to look like really smooth and glowing. You're like, oh, your legs look good. Oh, I did a sugar scrub or whatever. And then dry brushing is also great because dry brushing helps with the circulation. It helps remove dead skin cells and it also helps to firm the skin. Wow. So I've heard of dry brushing, never tried it, but basically you would just take that brush and do it all over your body. Is it yes. a certain amount of time? It could be as long. It's actually pretty relaxing. It just kind of depends on how much time that you have. You could spend forever in the bathroom doing it. <laughs> it just kind of depends on how much time you have, but you always do it before you get in the shower. Your body's dry. If you've never done it, it's pretty cool to see because on the dry brushes, they come in different um how would you say it? Like you could get one that's like super light or one that's really, really coarse. And it just basically depends on what you like. But say you haven't done it and you do it with like one that's kind of coarse or whatever, and it kind of feels good. It kind of feels like somebody's scratching you. You will be amazed at how much dead skin comes off of you. And it'll be to the point where you're like, oh my goodness, I can't even believe I was laying with someone that doesn't dry brush. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Since I've been in this space, the things that I think about when it comes to, say, dating somebody or whatever, I'm like, I wonder when the last time they did a scrub or like a dry brush because it's so many dead skin cells on you. Wow. Well, I'm sure you, I'm sure you would put them on a skincare <laughs> regimen, huh? <laughs> yes. I'm like, dry brush, please. Let's do a scrub. <laughs> And dry brushing is really good. Like if you've had a baby and, and once you've been released from the doctor or whatever, start dry brushing like your tummy and stuff like that, because it's going to help get that blood circulation going and it's going to help firm up the skin. It's really, really good. So how often would you recommend that someone dry brushes a week? Two to three times a week. The same thing for if you're doing a manual exfoliation, two to three times a week. So you'll dry brush before you get in the shower. Then when you get in the shower, you want to make sure that the water is like not hot, hot, kind of lukewarm, a little cold. And then when you get out, you want to apply your oil oh, or, your, or your lotion because you want to make sure that you are moisturized and you stay hydrated. Now, when you're doing the body scrub, you of course, you know that you're in the shower. The water should be lukewarm, kind of cool, and you'll do your body scrub. And when you get out, same thing, you apply your lotion or your oil, but you always make sure that your skin is like still damp. Good to know. I'm going to add that to my skincare routine because I've never dry brushed. So I'm one of those people. I've done scrubs before though. Yes. I like the dry brush so much better than the scrub because the scrub is so much to clean up afterwards. Yes, that's very true. So I'm <laughs> excited to try dry brushing. I'm going to go order one off Amazon. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's pretty relaxing. You're like, wow, it feels good. Like, especially like if your back is kind of itching and you're like, oh, that feels good. Ooh, I can't wait to try this. Yes. Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, you have really amazing skin. So can you tell us what your skincare routine is? 
Okay, so I really, this is so funny. So I used to get facials. I think I was getting a facial like every week. I used to break out on my chin, like really, really bad. And it was so funny because my mom was like, have you like scheduled a facial? Do you get a facial? And I was like, a Mary Kay facial? <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she was like, no, like a facial facial. And I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. So I used to get facials every week, but now I don't. And my, my skincare routine is just really, really simple. I just... I wash, I use Runda Allison face wash, and I use, what is it? Is it called the Ordinary Toner the, with the hyaluronic acid that you see all over TikTok? I think it is Ordinary. And then uh, what kind of moisturizer is that I use? It's the Runda Allison uh, moisturizer also, and that is all I do. I don't do anything like fancy, but I don't wear, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but I do not wear makeup a lot. I usually, if I have makeup on, I just wear concealer, and then I never, ever, ever ever work out in my makeup yeah I yeah I can imagine <laughs> like I I sweat so much I can't but um I know you mentioned you used to get breakouts on your chin like lately I've been getting them like in the same spot on my cheeks I'm like what is going on here <laughs> most of the time it's so funny it was like little things that I had to change or whatever but most of the time they say that when you're like if you break out on your cheek it's from your phone do you have your phone on your face when you talk or do you move it away I feel like I usually do speaker or my airpods but Okay. No, but then also I feel like I am someone who touches my face a lot when I'm sitting at my desk. So I've been trying to be more aware of that to like mm-hmm. not like leave these in my hands and things like that. Because <laughs> I've noticed like when I have my phone, it'll be like so funny, and I say if the phone's up to my face, and then I'll just be like, ah, oh my goodness, I have my phone on my face. Because <laughs> <laughs> our phones are really kind of nasty. Very true. Even though I feel like I try to Clorox wipe mine like at least every couple of weeks, but they're so gross because we literally have them everywhere. <laughs> yes, 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 we do. But I, like I said, I don't really have a big facial routine. And then like even when I was getting my, and like now because my chin and stuff has cleared up, I probably get a facial like once every three to four months. If I push it to six months, I probably should have came back in like at that fourth month or something like that. But I don't go as often as I used to. Yeah, I've been trying to incorporate those a lot more than I have in the past. For me, it's more like six to eight weeks. I'm lucky just depending on my schedule and where I'm at since I travel a lot. But yeah, I've been trying to really be more intentional with getting my facials. One, I love how I look after. So I've gotten microneedling and that's why I was like, yes, it is so amazing. I felt like my skin, like I really saw the difference and I really loved it. Yes. So I definitely try to incorporate that in my skincare routine. And I feel like when you say, if you go get facials, it's kind of like when people come in for like the lymphatic drainage treatments, I always show them how to do the massages at home so they can keep their results up. So same thing with the facial. Like I said, I use the Runda Allison product or whatever but I buy the products that she uses on me and I think that's why I don't have to go back as often that makes sense I bought some of the products but this time when I go back in a few weeks I think I'm gonna buy the cleanser (laughs) because part of me is like maybe I need maybe it's the cleanser I don't know but (laughs) yeah she was and it's so funny because She's special. The lady that I was going to in East Texas, she actually specialized in ethnic skin, but she was an ethnic or whatever, but she specialized in that. But um, just like the little things as far as like, especially with me working out so much, A, don't work out with makeup. B, right when you finish working out, wipe your face with like a makeup wipe or whatever, just to get it off. And then as soon as you make it home, wash your face. Mm, that could be part of it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she was like, just think about it. All of it's just sitting there. So I have a little Ziploc bag and I'll wipe my face after I work out and then as soon as I get home I wash my face makes so much sense I need to also add that in and get my little wipe <laughs> so I can wipe my face right after I work out okay so I know you're not an esthetician but again you have amazing skin so I'm curious what three 
skincare things you would advise people to add to the routine? We know moisturizer is one of them. Definitely massaging, like massaging the face and massaging the body. When we talk about like what I do, it's definitely being hydrated and moisturized. And with that moisturizer, meaning you have to massage your body, like massaging your face, your legs, your stomach. I think that is a big game changer because it increases that blood flow and it's going to give you that really pretty glow. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I had girls, it was like three girls that were arguing under my post. And one girl was like, why is it like every on your videos, everybody's skin looks so good. And the reason their skin looks so good is because of that massage. When I say massage, I'm meaning the lymphatic drainage because it's increasing that blood flow, which gives you that really pretty glow. I'm really not doing anything. It's just because I increased the blood flow and it gives you that kind of like pinkish glow, like somebody kind of like pinks your cheeks. And so you look really, you look really, really glowy. That's from the blood flow. Ooh, so you, you show them how to do their at home massages. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after you've had like five sessions, then I show you how to keep your results up at home. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Also- same thing on the face. Like it's lymphatic drainage on the face, you know, lymphatic drainage on the body. So when you wash your face or when you're putting your moisturizer on, you do your massages. Oh, so do you do it after you put your moisturizer on or could you do it like before, but just add a little bit of oil to your face uh-huh. and then you wash can, it? Um, while you're washing your face, just like with the soap and water. Mm-hmm. You can massage it right then. You could do your massages oh. while you're washing your face. You could do your massages while you're putting your moisturizer on. I actually do both because I'm just so used to doing it. <laughs> nice. What if you want to use the gua sha tool? If you're going to do the, use the gua sha tool, you would wash your face and then use your oil or your moisturizer. That would be a preference, just whichever one you wanted to use. I actually like using the moisturizer because when you use the oil, it makes your hands like really slippery when you're doing it yourself. And you're Mm -hmm. more likely to drop the gua sha. (laughs) 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 And then they break pretty easy. So when I'm doing it at home on myself, I always use my face cream and then I'll do the gua sha. So you'll wash your face, you'll do your toner, and then you'll put your moisturizer on. Of course, when you put your moisturizer on, you're not rubbing it all the way in because you want that glide from the moisturizer for the gua sha. Makes sense. And then once you do the gua sha, it'll kind of rub it all in for you. Uh-huh. Once you do the gua sha, it's just going to be like you added moisturizer to your face. You're going to be less puffy. You're going to be like, wow, I look refreshed. Cheekbones will be lifted. And then you just go on with your routine. I always wait like 10 minutes after I've done my massages, though, before I go into my makeup. Not that I wear a bunch of it, but before I do makeup, I wait like 10 minutes so that it doesn't like make it kind of greasy where it kind of slides off. I want it to be penetrated into my skin. For yeah. gua sha, would you recommend doing it at morning or night or both? Um, You can do it both. So with gua sha, you have to be a little careful. Let's just say you have like a sinus headache or something like that and you do gua sha in the morning or whatever because you're like, oh, I have like this headache. And if you do it in the morning, prepare for your nose to run all day. Like if you have a job where you have to look down, it's going to be the longest day of your life because basically, like I said, it's lymphatic drainage on your face. So we are opening up all of the clogged areas and it's going to flow. And when I say it's going to flow, it's going to flow. <laughs> flow. Now that that's morning. And if you do it at night and say the same thing or you congested and you do it at night, it's going to flow when you sleep. So it's kind of like you just have to find what time of day works for you. I try to, if I do it at night, I try to do it like 
a little bit before it's time to go to bed, not right at bedtime. Because one time I thought I almost died in my sleep because, you know, we're sleeping. And so um, the drainage was going down my throat. And I was like, this is what mm. it feels like to die in your sleep. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought I was like a goner. I just like jumped up and I was like hanging off the bed, like coughing. <laughs> And so I, had funny. To, I had to call my mom. I was like, mama, <laughs> I was almost gone. That is too funny. So, but you can do it morning and night. Like if you do it before you put your makeup on, it's going to give you that really pretty glow. But I do feel like gua sha, just in general, for the best results, you can't really do it while, like if you're in a rush, you have to take your time and actually do it. Mm-hmm. I have done it on and off but I usually would do it at night and I also hear that it's one of those things I think all lymphatic massages you just have to be really consistent yes 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 and that's where coming in I say the three to five sessions and then I show you how to do it at home and the ladies that come in that have the best results they are committed to their exercise routines they're committed to their diet they're committed to being hydrated and they are committed to their massages like if you ever go on my page and you're like oh my goodness like she looks good (laughs) she does all of that (laughs) Mm, it's like a whole process and you just cannot leave one thing out yeah she does all of it it's like every now and then actually not every now and then but somebody will send me like a picture and they'll say oh I want it to look like that and I was like well that's her that's what she looks like you don't even know what that person does she like runs like five miles a day so right that's true I I mean I feel like we've all kind of went through that phase I know back when I was younger I used to be like okay well like I this is my goal and it would be somebody else but now it's more like no like I need to be my goal but just a healthier more fit version of myself yes and finding what works for you and what you what makes you happy and what what is a part of your lifestyle like for me I don't like running so I couldn't like be consistent at running because it's not something that I enjoy doing but I do like Pilates and I do enjoy going walking so therefore I'm consistent with that because it's something that I enjoy true I think that's a really great point to make like when you enjoy it it's a lot easier to be consistent yes and you look forward to it like I look forward to going walking I'll be like I'm gonna go walking today yes (laughs) because walking and um Pilates are top tier hands down when it comes to lymphatic drainage oh wow I didn't even know that Pilates and lymphatic drainage went hand in hand Yes. And walking. So if you've ever gone like walking, have you ever noticed it? paid attention? Like every time you go walking, you're like, why do I have to poop? I have not paid attention. Start <laughs> paying attention. You'll be like walking. You're like, dang, I gotta go to the bathroom. That is because you are walking. Movement is what your body needs to flush all that stuff through. And when you're walking and you feel like you have to go poop, you're like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do. That's that lymphatic drainage working right there. <laughs> Right. As long as it's working. That is so funny. Now I'm going to be hyper aware of it. (laughs) Or even if you're at the gym or you're just working out, whatever type of workout it is, if you notice that every time you go, you're like, why do I have to poop every time I get here? That means that you're you're on point. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. That's the hot tip for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) It is. If you have to poop, that's wonderful. So funny. All right. So where can everyone find you if they want to follow you and book an appointment with you? So I can be found on Instagram at the Stephanie Rachelle. And you can like click the link in my bio and book the appointment through there or just send me a message on Instagram. I'm actually on all platforms, but that's the easiest way to find me. Yes. I'm trying to think. Oh, I think I've. I found you through class fast. That's where I found you. Yes, through class fast. And it's funny because I forget 
that sometimes that ClassPass has my Instagram on there. So most of the time, if someone books on ClassPass, they'll actually be following me on they'll follow me on Instagram. And then when they come in, I'm like, are you on my Instagram page? And they'll be like, yeah, I saw you on ClassPass. <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing. So should we offer a discount code for the audience to use? Yes, um, it's going to be a $500 off of a body contouring class. I offer them in person or virtual and just use the code girl we're grown now. But yes. I will also add that to the show notes so that it's easy to find. But yes, Girl, We're Grown yes, Now will Girl, be the We're code. Grown Now will be the code. And I already have it set up, so it's on there. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.